everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Cultum Collective Commentaries. Featuring Dave A.C., The Sixth Doctor, and Randall Thor. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Cultum Collective Commentaries. Yes, it's another exciting adventure. I keep using that, that intro. I wonder why. I don't know. And uh, Dave and I are hanging out in the uh, the, the, the Colton Wine Cellar. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing fine. This is uh, a second home to me, a wine cellar. Um, I'm looking forward to my uh, uh, wine tasting on Saturday as well, by the way. But that's another story. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's a few cobwebs around here, but it uh, looks some interesting wines. Yeah. Um, I was, was going to introduce Mike, but... He's in the Kurtzreimer module again. Mike, get out of that thing. Will he never learn not to touch those big red buttons? He's gone. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I suppose we should just get on and uh, and do our commentary on the two podcasters. Oh, that's a Freudian slip. Ian, the two doctors. It's just two podcasters, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so... Uh, I think we should meet the cast and uh, and chow down on this episode, don't you think? Yeah, meet the cast, but the boys aren't all here, to <laughs> quote uh, Ain't Our Hot Mum. Exactly. All right. Well, as you uh, have been led to believe by the two of us, uh, we're talking all over the top of the second episode of The Two Doctors. Yes, I got that right this time. Yay. And, uh, yeah, picking up from where we left off, left off last time. So... If this is the first time you're hearing this, then go back and listen to the first episode so you can hear this the second time. Everything straight? I think that makes sense, yeah. Everyone copacetic. Good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Dave, do you have your official BBC copy of The Two Doctors, episode two at the ready? All primed and ready. Yeah. Primed with your Bryode nebulizer, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And if everybody at home is ready, we shall begin in... Five, four, three, two, one, play. Woo! Now that's the Starfield. Exactly. I wonder where we left the Doctor hanging last time. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he was hanging around somewhere. Uh, And I know Perry was rolling around with someone. Yeah, I think somebody was trying to get their leg over. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Last time on the two doctors. Da, da, da. Part two. <laughs> oh, slightly moving. Oh. 
There's somebody behind you. Well, uh, leave out Perry. Hello. Somebody doesn't want his wine stealing. <laughs> oh, get off her. Uh, did she kick him somewhere? Well, I'm not I think quite so. sure. I've got him. <laughs> Only Fraser Hines knows the true story of what happened during that scene. <laughs> well, and Nicola Bryant as well. But oh, there he is. Huh? We on top of the pups? See, it does look like a wooden uh, cat. Badge there, not plastic. Mm. That man was an animal. Do <laughs> 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 you ever get that on a date in? <laughs> yeah. Often. <laughs> well. I love this. It's a great line. <laughs> My dog's got no nose. How does he smell? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> when you see him like that, you think it's going to be the master, you know, in, uh, if you think of uh, some of the past episodes of Doctor mm. Hello? Know that face? Jamie. I remember that being a, a really big surprise first time round. Right. <laughs> huh? Huh? I mean, I think it's actually good that they they give uh, Perry a lot more uh, intelligence than than the average companion, and they don't try and make it. Uh, a gag, you know, kind of like they did in the Three Doctors, where you know, if he's you and you're him and we're all together, cuckoo, cuckoo, you know, Perry's like, oh, you mean in some past time, and away we go and move on with the story, you know. Yeah, well, she's she's got some attributes. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I thought you were engrossed in what I was saying, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, swell idea that Ian. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I get that way sometimes. <laughs> this is in Manchester, what we call after a night on the proverbial. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's actually quite a, a complex set that they built up there. I mean, obviously, they made good use of it, but... Uh... Right. Mm. And yeah, a bit disappointed, you know, getting these wine cellars. I couldn't find any. But luckily, I had some Stella Luck. I'm oh. drinking a Stella Artois lager. There you go. Uh, 
Well, this is one thing you can believe that Jamie would be hypnotised quite easily. <laughs> uh, let me do some uh, homeworky stuff. Um, uh, first aired on the 23rd of February at 1985. Uh, slight drop in numbers from down from 6.6 million to 6 million. And of course, this is the three-part story we were talking about. Mm. The Knights. I had yeah. to listen to that twice a couple of times, which, of course, is how he would describe that race. Right. Yeah, I was correct. It's actually it is um, part of the Top of the Pop set that they're using here. Ah. So. So we had uh, Pam's people, or Ruby Flipper, or whatever it was that was the, the group at the time. I, I meant Pam's people, not Pam's people. <laughs> Meanwhile, <clears throat> no, I kind of had to, re you know, I had to remind myself of of uh, what they were searching for this craft that they'd seen crash. Right. <laughs> ah. Uh, I didn't think that worked. I mean, the doctor would. I mean, I assume that's to explain it to the audience. Right. As we come up to the eight minute mark now. In case I didn't mention it uh, last time, uh, the uh, computer voice was actually supplied by Lawrence Payne as well, who also plays Death Starry. Hello, computer. <laughs> it was a little bit. <laughs> ah, mention of the Rutons. Yep. 
Ghost Horror Fang Rock. Yeah, which we've previously done a commentary on. Ooh. Not really. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, this is e- egotistical side coming out again. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, he's just uh, been given um, uh, an honorary doctorate, um, Colin. Oh, he has? Yeah, yeah, it was in the news. I, I should be able to remember which... Um, University it was. I'll see if I can check that up. But uh, only a couple of days ago, um, maybe in this weekend. Uh, Saving you time to put the kettle on. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't uh, the last time, actually, the the the, the doctor and Perry would uh, meet the Sontarans. Uh, they'd meet him again in Sussex in England in 1872. In the audio drama, the first Sontarans. Right. Somebody's got to do Mike's job while he's off in the Ricarts Rhymer module. Ah. No more Dumblejacks. Oh, now, when I first saw this, it made me think of the famous science fiction film, This Island Earth. Mm. In the, the in tubes. The yeah. Yeah, it's presented by uh, an honorary doctor by the Vice Chancellor, uh, Professor Rebecca Bunting, in a graduation ceremony in um, uh, Wickham Swan Theatre on Monday, 7th of September. Excellent. Uh, by Buckinghamshire New, New University. <laughs> Typical. Um, uh, this Friday, uh, comedian Joe Brown, I think you've heard of her, haven't mm-hmm. you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's getting an honor doctorate. And uh, those fans of the UK dancing, Strictly Come Dancing, Kevin Clifton the uh, and Karen Horror, two of the, the dancers from that. In America, it's called Dancing with Stars. They're getting honorary honorate degrees but uh, yeah Colin was honoured on the 7th of September looks rather good in his scarlet uh, coat, cape and hat And he's starring soon, isn't he, in a new horror thing. I can't remember when we talked about that last time. Ah. There we go. Exposition. (laughs) Again, another 
clue into the they're actually writing very well for Perry in this. Right. Giving her a lot more, endowing her with a lot more intelligence than, than you know, she has been in, in previous episodes. Well, you know, there's a, less, a lot less, um, what do you mean, Doctor? It's like, oh, so that's how you control the TARDIS, symbiosis. I think she was given more more lines though because of a, a change in the way that they'd done things. Mm. Huh? That's a lovely little <laughs> aside. The wine casts at the back, lovely. Yep. And then, of course, is Jacqueline Pierce playing Shasini. Shasini of the Franzang Greg. Of course, most of us will know her from, like, Seven. Um, but yep. she's also had uh, appearances in Danger Man, The Avengers, Public Eye, Callan. And uh, I didn't realize, but the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, She's uh, 71 now um, and has not had too good health uh, in recent years. Mm. Sadly diagnosed with uh, breast cancer for the second time in May 2012. Mm. That's how I remembered how to get to my friend Diane's house. What? Because the street that she lived on was right off uh, Seville Street. (laughs) <laughs> so every time we got to Seville Street, I'd go, boing. <laughs> Much to my wife's chagrin. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah, the last... Uh, peri- uh, apparently, I, well, from what I remember, Jacqueline Pierce has uh, since retired from acting. Um, her last appearance on our TV screens was uh, in uh, an episode of Casualty. Casualty! Hooray! I mean, Colin's still going strong, isn't he? I mean, he's uh, starring a new horror comedy feature film by Amber Mm. Pictures. With an ancient demon intent on bringing about the apocalypse. Isn't there always? (laughs) (laughs) Did you say what you were drinking, Ian? I can't remember now. Um, I did not. I'm actually drinking uh, Le Le Lastau. Saint Emilion, uh, 2013. It's uh, it's by Jonathan uh, Maltus, and it's 90% Merlot and uh, 10% Cabernet Franc. It's a little light, but it's tasty. <laughs> uh, that fringe is still getting me in. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's it's terrible. As soon as you pointed it out, I noticed it. It's like, oh, now I'm never going to see anything else. Ah, the Endringham Inheritance, which I believe was uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, previous titles. Oh, yeah, the Endringham Inheritance. Yeah, you know, I think Mike mentioned that uh, last last time we were here. God, I bet the props department had some fun getting that sorted out. Yeah, it's all right. It's rabbit inside, <laughs> <laughs> a chicken. Mm. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> You're gonna hand it to him. He's he's uh. Oh. Sort of thing that Baldr could serve up in Black Ellie Goes Forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the John. the John Stratton, you mean, mm-hmm. with Shock Eye, yeah, excellent. Yeah. John Stratton playing Shock Eye. Don't know whether I, uh, who I mentioned last time we were here, it has, it has been about two weeks. <laughs> ah. uh, he was, uh, of course, uh, Passed away in 1991, age 65, unfortunately. Very sad. Uh, last time we saw him on the uh, screens was uh, in screen two. Um, previous to that, he was in Lovejoy, Juliet Bravo. And not far from where I am, Clitheroe, Lancashire. He's a Lancastrian, like myself. Yeah. Wow. 65. <laughs> In fact, only six years after this this was made. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> they told him he shouldn't eat that rat. <laughs> no, it is very, very sad. Yeah. Well, nice console. You're getting a good look at it there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Is that those initials what? DC on there? Oh, no, they're not. It's not, it's not the um, fashion house, is it, where they have the two C's back to their back? I don't know. It's... Um, what's that famous Dolce Cabana, is it? Mm-hmm. That would be about out of time zone if it was. Yeah, it affects the memory. <laughs> yeah, she was in Blake 7. What's he eating now in the background? Uh, Here come two of a clone race. More Mm. on that later. 
course, that's Clinton uh, Graham playing Snake. Now, is that a badge of honour on his shoulder, or is it where they've repaired his suit? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Clinton also played uh, Ivo in State of Decay, and Group Marshal uh, Nathan in an affix with some tarns, which featured also featured Colin Baker and. Uh, Featured uh, the birthday girl, uh, Keegan, uh, Janet Fielding. It's Janet Fielding's birthday today as we are recording this. Mm. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Yep. Yes, he is. Gosh, it's looking a bit battered there. Yeah. <laughs> That's James Saxon playing Oscar Butcherby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Oscar. <sighs> William James Smythe playing Oscar. Arraignments, that's a good old-fashioned term. <laughs> 22 minutes, 22 seconds. Now, this is where we could do... We, we should have uh, snaffled uh, Mike's uh, notebook, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Collins, look there, I like it. This James Saxon who is playing him. He's, he's only 30 years old, but he's, he's playing him very, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Public schoolboyish. Yeah. Again, another... another um... Yeah, he died uh, in July 2003, aged 48. Aneurysm, crikey. Yeah. Last time we saw him on the screens was uh, in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde TV movie in 2003. Uh, prior to that, he was in uh, Jonathan Creek. He had appearances in Brushstrokes. Wow. 
And of course, the the second Doctor at this time doesn't know what else is happening outside. He's got no idea. Right. I don't see Mike in the module. He yeah. must have uh, gone out somewhere. He went poof. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gone poof, Ian? <laughs> oh, not lately. I bet you nearly did when you saw John Barrowman in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> and his red shoes. <laughs> yeah. God, what a dance he did on that stage. Yep. If anyone can pull it off, John can. My giddy aunt. (laughs) How often does he say that? (laughs) Now, Santarans come from a planet with a high gravity, which is why they're short, short, yes, and stocky. And being a clone race, identically short and stocky. This was the biggest thing that spoiled the story for me. This plant must be at least six foot four. Yeah. And of course, this is uh, the last time actually we will see Santarans until the new series, until the the Santaram was it the Santaran stratagem. Right. Yes. This isn't war, it's sport. Santa ha. <laughs> I actually like them as well. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, uh, of course, uh, Sarah Jane uh, Smith, her first story, uh, we had the Santarans in. Right. Uh, I, I, li- I quite like them. I mean, there's there's some debate nowadays with um... (laughs) them. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, there's some debate now whether they made them to, you know, the comic element, haven't they? You know, with the Paternoster gang and and so on. Yeah. Don't know if it's really done them any justice. But I I, I, I do love... uh... What's his name now? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Um. <laughs> Answers on the back of a postcard, folks. The potato one. <laughs> Apparently there was a, a lot of uh, shenanigans during the read-through of, uh, of these scripts. Um, previously you had heard, uh, uh, you'd, well, you'd seen the Doctor uh, hypnotizing Jamie 
saying, see how this swings back and forth, back and forth, which, right. of course, uh, <laughs> caused some giggles. And of course, and I think the, the line was slightly changed to, um, from, I'm going to take a scout round the back. <clears throat> <laughs> the dog agrees. Oh, gosh, you can't get that man's name into <laughs> Dan Starkey. Down, ah, of course. Well done. Beat yes. me to it. I'm on the Target Wikipedia looking at it at this very moment. <laughs> now, that I like that line because you think, well, why is he sounding so silly and out of his step? But the point is he was doing that to provoke him. He's, right. Um, uh, we've had that happen before in... Uh, in stories where they under underestimate him, him and the Seventh Doctor right. happen quite a lot. Oh. This week in Cooking with Shocker. And the warts are made of Rice Krispies. They look reasonable there, but um, mm. we'll see them outside in the sunshine later and they they get a little bit dried up Krispies. Yeah. <laughs> Better social comment coming here, I think. Yes. And we're talking about uh, goose livers, of course. They're being uh, fed to get the the livers enlarged, yeah, engorged, yeah. Looks semi-derelict this house, really. That they used it to does. Film. It's always kind of bothered me how, like, it looks almost run down and you know abandoned. Mm. I'm assuming this is filmed back in the studio. Right. Always let's a big see. fan of Jacqueline, yes. Um. Let's let's see who's at the round window. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Now, again, Tellurian, that was um, in um, the third Doctor story, Carnival of the Animals. Carnival of the Monsters, thank you. Um, they referred to humans as uh, Tellurians. Mm-hmm. Same writer. Mm. Robert Holmes, of course, writing both stories. Uh. Las Cadenas. Sorry. (laughs) 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 They don't look suspicious at all. No. Uh, give one last time check. I think we're just coming up to the 34 minute mark now. <laughs> you surely just, Doctor. Surely you just what? See, Jamie there, does, that's a good shot of Jamie. He doesn't look any older at all there, does No, he, he doesn't. <laughs> ah. Do you think we'll ever see uh, Jamie back in New Ho, Ian? I, I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, he's, Fraser Hines still looks remarkably good for his age, so... It would be interesting to see him back in the in the show. Well, the whole point is as well, uh, you know, at the end of the um, the war games, he left the Doctor to pursue his ordinary life. So it 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 it's not like a it's not like going back to a Time Lord who is regenerated and now looks older than when he regenerated, which which causes a sort of timey wimey thing. Right. The fact is, we know that Jamie McCrimmon went back to his own timeline and therefore, you know, would have aged normally anyway. Right. A, a little bit like um, this is with the Brigadier, you know, went into teaching and that where uh, Turlow was at the school, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> I think I said Turlow right, blimey. Yeah, you did. Don't worry, you'll screw up some other way. <laughs> but you would say that as soon as you came on, wouldn't you? <laughs> now, that the front part does look a little bit better. Still overgrown, but... Yeah. That's how my gardener would look. If I didn't employ a gardener. Air. <laughs> how about a gardener? It always amazes me in America where you call, you know, you say something like, I'm going to mow the backyard. And I'm thinking, well, a backyard doesn't have grass. A backyard to me is is like a dirt yard, not... Ah. <laughs> if, if somebody in the UK has a yard at the back, it means they don't have a garden. They oh. just have a, a patch of, uh, you know, hardcore floor. Huh? 
See, look at the heights there. Look at that. Oh, I know. Two clones. Terrible. Actually, the faces look pretty similar there, but I don't right. know why his height did that. I mean, how that got past. Yeah, I know. It's just... Uh. Huh? Uh-huh. Oh, that doesn't look good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if those effects were improved for the DVD, Ian. Right. I can't remember that being as good as that on the original. It's very difficult for me to remember that. Yeah. I mean, they did that on quite a few of the the ones. Um, Like the King's Demon one, they they improved it. Go on, Jamie, go in for it. Go in for it, Jamie. Of course, a well-known ladies man, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actual I'm talking about. Oh. Now, I wonder what shock I think when he sees a um, meal on legs, would you call it? <laughs> yeah. I I beg that resentment, or whatever the word is. Now, that's the first time they give the clue that she can mind read, isn't it? No, she, uh, in the first episode, she um, kind of, like, scans the house and reads the mind of the Donya Rana. Ah, right. Well done. There's somebody Mike, you down there, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding around here somewhere. Uh, Mike doing one of his prank calls there, I think. Whoops, I don't think he was supposed to really kick that, but hey, nice recovery. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) Like potatoes. Well, actually, they shouldn't because don't don't I recall that some Tarans only live about nine years or something? 
but they do give a, a the impression of being kind of leathery and right, right, yeah, like a jacket potato, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking a little bit about <coughs> Centaurans, um, the Doctor comments in The Invasion of Times, the Centaurans can uh, mass clone themselves at the rate of up to a million embryos every four minutes. Mm. It thereafter takes the, cl- the clones just take ten minutes to grow to adulthood. Wow. Oh, we're in Doctor's, doctor's Daughter territory here. Yeah. Uh. Um, but I think they only lived a few years. Right. The chase is on. <laughs> yeah, the first appearance was um, the Sarah Jane story, the uh, the Time Warrior, which right. I really enjoyed. That was, um, oh. 74, January 74, 10, 11 years prior to this. Right. Well. Ah. The ah. twins were listening. Mm-hmm. I can never tell one from the other. <laughs> now this 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 is disappointing me. This section really disappointed me because we're, we're poor Perry's falling into the trap of all companions. Yep. There it goes. Hello, it's good luck. <laughs> Now, this is where his makeup begins to uh, look a little less convincing. Right. And there we go. Oh. It wouldn't be a commentary without me singing the theme tune. Videotape editor. <laughs> Sorry. Shouldn't laugh. Gosh, that's quite a... <laughs> Yeah, it is long, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Well, there we have it, folks. Part two of The Two Doctors. And of course, a three-part story, which we'll be finishing off, of course, in the next episode of the Colton Collective Commentaries. Just a brief little wrap-up. Um, we'll, of course, be doing our main wrap-up at the end of the uh, uh, the full story. Um, nice little episode, this. Uh, get some, some nice Time Lordy information in there about uh, time travel. But is it for real? Is the Doctor just uh, telling poor pies? We shall see. We shall see. Uh, again, you know, some some nice dialogue for Perry, uh, not making her out to be, you know, the dumb assistant, um, and moving the plot along swiftly. Um, quite nice to see. So, Dave. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I, the couple of things that threw me off on this one, but actually, this central episode is is pretty good. I mean, it's nice to see. Uh, I mean. One of the things about the first episode is, you know, suddenly you you know you're in one story, and then suddenly you're in another. We get a little bit more integration of the two 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 elements here, uh, with the the second Doctor um, strapped uh, down and being uh, under duress and and not really knowing what's going. And uh, but the the sixth Doctor with Jamie, uh, yeah, it's shaping up to be rather good. Alrighty, well. As I said before, uh, we will see you, of course, on the final episode of our commentary, um, where we talk all over the top of uh, the dog. <laughs> where we talk all over the top of episode three of The Two Doctors. So, until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Randall Thor, wherever he's got to. It's goodbye from Mr. Dave AC. And thank you, Mr. Randall Thor. And thank you, Ian, the sixth doctor. Goodbye, everybody. That dog has far too much to say about Doctor Who, I tell you. (laughs) 